for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Yeah, 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 we here. Episode 19, Blab Chat, what up? Yeah, Round of applause. Round of applause for us. Happy New Year. Be out here. Happy New Year once That's again. Right. How how long do you need to wait to like stop saying Happy New Year? Like, What's the cutoff? Me and Jackson was just talking about that. I say the month. I think all of January is good. He said all the way till April. but uh, <laughs> April's too I, late. I maybe what are you? mid-February. Mid-February is February is cool. Mid-February, you're pushing it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but it's, like, it's still good right. if you haven't spoken since yeah. the year. What started. if you haven't yeah. spoken and it's like April? Is it that's too late, right? <laughs> too late. You can't. Happy spring. It's definitely too yeah, late. Yeah, be like, yo, happy spring. Maybe you can <laughs> ask cool. them, like, how was your New Year's? Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. you can't just. How's go the year say, going? It's like saying happy yeah. birthday yeah. like six months. How's later. How's the New Year treating you? That's <laughs> such a it's such a oh. weird thing, you know. But happy 2017. Yes. Um, once again, I'm so glad that it's 2017. I can't believe... I feel like we're in 2012 right now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't feel like... I feel like we're, like, in literally in the future. Like it's flying by. It's flying by, dude. Flying by. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, 19... No, 2000 was 17 years ago. Yeah. I don't want to talk yeah. about That's it. That's unbelievable. Oh Different times. Wow. I can't believe it. Well, we are here. Episode 19, Blap Chat. Yes. Appreciate all of our listeners. Um, we got our, uh, you know, we got our team right here. Atlas the plug. You know, what up, Atlas? Feeling man, feeling good, baby. Excited. Sipping on some wine. What what kind of wine did we buy today? Let's yeah. see. What did we buy? Was I think this it's a mistake? The same one as last Pinot week. Noir. Oh, damn! Same Pinot Noir, the Casa del Toro. Casa del Toro. It's damn, good. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then this other bottle we got, all oh, the same shit. <laughs> this is obviously a $5 wine <laughs> for the fucking bodega. Buy one, get one free. We got some Jameson, too. I don't think I can mix the Jameson and the wine, yeah, though, so I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Glam, what up? What's up? What's goody? Got some new stuff yeah. coming. New Just stuff. Working, coming back into it. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah so back in the mode. Yeah, back in the mode. I'm going to start. Um, we're going to drop this challenge tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited. Ooh, like, what challenge? Tell them about the challenge. What is that? So it's just going to be like, you know how Chance did the like um, So Far Gone challenge. Mm-hmm. So I just did uh, Can't Stand the Rain by Missy. So mm. at first wow. I wasn't even going to do anything. I was just going to record it, you know, just like a sick verse or whatever. But then. I was like, oh, let's do it in a car. But then, like, as soon as we did it in a car, all these, like, obstacles literally started, like, happening to the point where, like, you should actually, like, make it a challenge. So I'm literally, there's, like, an ambulance behind me. (laughs) My manager's phone goes off. So it's like, okay, that'd be fun, you know, to kick off, like, 
all the new content coming. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's up. Something fun that's for the cool. fans. And yeah. that's the kind of shit you have to do, man. Like when you're an artist nowadays, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're unsigned or signed or whatever yeah. it is. Like you Your still have just to want to engage with you. They want to engage, mm-hmm. man. That's a dope, dope, dope yeah. thing. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it would have had already happened. So. Um, <laughs> That went really well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good, yeah. good shit. Sure. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, Avian, what up? Perfection much, in the building, man. of course. Excited for this year. Yes, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. What are you looking forward to this year? Like just in general, like music-wise or anything? Um, for myself personally, just just to keep working on the music and and you know being as creative as possible and you know coming out with new fresh ideas yeah you know doing things that no one else is necessarily doing Mm -hmm. you know and that's pretty much it man just pushing forward yeah keeping the culture going yeah i think that's (laughs) i think that's what you need to do you need to just consistently keep thinking about like what can i do that's different than what everyone else is doing like from the music to you know sure. the types of people you collaborate with yeah, and even definitely. like rolling your shit out yeah mm-hmm. you and know? i'm very open to collaboration this year mm-hmm. you know i think that's really important you know and i'm excited i'm actually working on an instrumental tape ah so, yes yeah. cue the firebomb yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i'm excited um any details you can give the people about um, the tape i'll probably have like five six seven joints on there um crazy nice. Um, and, you know, just speaking of collaboration, I've been working on a lot of music with, you know, my producer friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to showcase what we've been doing. And That's just what's up. that going, yeah. Yeah, so you're collaborating. Uh, it, it's interesting because I've actually been doing a lot of collaborating lately, too, mm-hmm. probably for the past month, month and a mm-hmm. half. Um, it's just been a lot of, like, creating beats and then, like, doing templates and then sending them off right. to people for them to, like, finish mm-hmm. and then vice versa. And man the results have been right. amazing because it's like you you can literally double your output mm-hmm. by collaborating with people right. and and you guys just it's it becomes a community like mm-hmm. a shared thing um you know and as long as the business is right right everybody eats you know yeah. what i'm saying so i, li- I like that yeah. the collabo thing and mm-hmm. shout out to all the producers that are listening that um collaborate and and, and listen guys like if you don't collaborate I highly suggest you kind of switch your mind mm-hmm. and start collaborating more with people. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid right. to work with musicians. Don't be afraid to, you know, you know, if you meet a producer like in your in your city or like online or on SoundCloud, like reach out to that person mm-hmm. and, 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 and see if you guys can do something together because, you know, music was meant to be made with For sure. people. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's been on my mind a lot because, you know, just even all of the music that's coming out now, when you see the credits on like the production, yep. you have like two, three, sometimes four producers mm-hmm. on it. So, yep. you know, and it's like some of the biggest songs that are out, you know, yeah. charting songs. So it's very important because, you, you know, you get fresh ideas and, you know, you have a lot of like creative people out there that can, you know, take it to the next level. Like yeah. that can do something that you're not even thinking about, you know. Exactly. It's like when I'm working with some of my producer friends, you know. I'll be listening to like a certain synth sound and I won't mm-hmm. have an idea for it. And then they'll come on and play with that same sound yep. and come up with something so crazy. And I'm just yep. like, how'd you do that? Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? What about you, Glam? Do you like collaborating? Like what's your um, kind of process? I mean, you're kind of a do it all. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish I, I could rap like and that's sing. that's a misconception. I mean, like, yes, I do. I, I do wear a lot of hats, but I'm not close-minded to collaborating. Right. Yeah, it's just that people sometimes they approach you with a lot of like right. bullshit or just things that you just know. Sure. Like, 
it's just i guess maybe just my producer ear but i'm not gonna collaborate it's just more it just gets selective yeah. like yeah. so would you do you feel you want you would rather collaborate with someone like if you're if you're a fan of that part like if you're excited to like do something yeah with but them? then also they don't have to be a somebody necessarily yeah. either they just gotta have a frequency that if we vibe and we go like on the all right let's try to intend to just do something cool or make yeah. something like this or you know like yeah. it's all about like direction and, and, and mm-hmm. like flexibility and just For like sure. how open you are to like but I'm extremely open people just don't think that I am because right. I say no to a lot of stuff I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean it I sucks feel it sucks I feel her in that sense because yeah. like I'm a very like do it all myself mm-hmm. person like Shana can tell you mm-hmm. shout to <laughs> Shana in the building yeah. Shana, it's her birthday, birthday. 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 Happy, happy birthday happy birthday my intern at engine room she's great um, but she can tell you like I'm very do everything myself but yeah. like you know I agree with her in a sense of like sometimes you do get a lot of BS coming to you where like mm-hmm. everyone's like let's do this let's do that and yeah. then you know that it's not necessarily going to work for you so mm-hmm. right. you know I think you do have to be selective in a certain sense yeah, yeah absolutely with everything yeah, but not, you know yeah, not so close minded necessarily but just yeah. more mi- mm-hmm. like mindful and yeah just, like, I, th- I think it's a matter of like finding that sweet spot like you know when you meet someone and you're interested in collaborating with them like you want to have as much information as possible right. about that person um you know specifically maybe like some uh, someone else that that knows that person as well and you can kind of like mm-hmm. gauge on if this person has done shady business or if mm-hmm. they haven't in the past um but then also too it's like like you guys said you can't be completely closed-minded you mm-hmm. have to open the door sometimes because you never know when those opportunities can come yeah. you know and 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 you just have to kind of be open-minded about mm-hmm. that. So I think that's a challenge for producers, too, is just picking and choosing their battles yeah. and being like, okay, this person's right or this person I'm kind of feeling iffy mm-hmm. about. So, yeah. yeah. Do you girls, uh, do you ladies uh, ever have someone come to you and say, yo, I want to collab with you, I want to collab with you, but deep inside, you know, they're like hitting on you and like they just want to yeah. spend that's time That's a great question. <laughs> for sure. I get that. I get that all the time, Alice. All the time. Yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, right. It's like the first thing they say, yo, we should collab. It's like, really? Yes. It's like, and it's so strange, just like even with social media, like this rapper guy like follows me on Instagram and like, I liked his caption of like his lyrics. His main thing is like all of his videos, he just Bits. Right. And all I did was like like one of his pictures and like he like slid <laughs> the DM so fast and was like, What's uh, up? And oh. Then it was like, oh, we should collab. And I'm just like, dang, if uh, you didn't right. do all of that, like I don't know. Yeah. Like I just it just seems like a quick switch, yeah. like doing things now. Like it's so right. like as a matter of fact, like right. yeah, what's up? Uh, like, yeah. I think your nah. approach has to be right, man. Like yeah. Yeah. that's like if you're scheming, thing. don't tell me. Yeah, like that's keep the it as low thing. as possible. Yeah, keep it you cool really because you never know. Exactly. Yeah, you never right. know. Like keep right. it business. Yeah. Always. Wow, sure. that's such an interesting question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, because I get hit on all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta see that just knocking Men, them down. women, aliens. How do you ignore that? I, I <laughs> don't. I go for it every time. That's why knocking on I go I say Yes, every time. You know, that's why that's why I have issues. No, I'm not kidding. Um, but yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, it's really I'm curious to know like what how much the music producer community has grown like in terms of like female producers because like I hate I hate even really like saying oh she's a dope female producer or like like you're either dope or you're not right. But there is a stigma attached to being female and especially if you're like a good-looking female and you do music and that's totally not 
your intention mm-hmm. you know i mean it's you can't help the way you look and it's absolutely going to affect yeah. the way men right interact absolutely. with you but you know on the, on the flip side you can also use that to your advantage to very certain much. instances very much. you know what i'm saying yeah. so say. it's oh, a yeah. double-edged sword yeah, so how do you guys feel about that part of it Look at them them looking at each other. I wish we had a camera. They looked at each other and smiled ear to ear. It's a a gift and a curse. Like, it's a pro and a con. It's just like, you know, there's plenty of situations where I know, like, probably worked because so-and-so is crushing. And sometimes you just have to be nice to people. It's not even necessarily just using it. It's it's taking advantage, but it's it's almost like, okay, well, it's placed right here. You know what I'm saying? It's right right in front of me. So am I going to necessarily turn it on? No. Mm -hmm. But if it's like I know I'm around people who are taking a liking to me, you got to sometimes finesse the situation. They may have things that are lucrative to your, you know, Mm -hmm. might be able to help each other as long as there's no boundaries crossed. Like, Yeah, like yeah, don't cross the boundaries. Yeah, don't cross the boundaries. But yeah, sometimes they couldn't get like you know, it's the other side too. You know, where it just gets like too much, and people don't know the find the line between the the business and Mm -hmm. like you know when it's not professional. Yep. I mean that's that's definitely true. Yeah, it's it's tough for a lot of ladies out there in the industry with your looks because a lot of people do approach you. You know because of that and wanting something else out of it but like for me i know that comes to me you know but my work ethic is my work ethic so i know Mm -hmm. like regardless of what you think i'm pretty and you want to collab with me Mm -hmm. we could collab but like the work's gonna show you that i'm just not a pretty girl so it's like right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's true um I don't know. It's just a very interesting subject, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like I said, I, I deal with that issue every day. <laughs> it's just such it's a pain in the right? ass, and, and so I, I, I I have to stop going for it, you know, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's not good it. for me to sleep with so Let many people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking uh, speaking of collaborations earlier on, um, we're gonna talk to one of the best uh, producers um, in the game right now. He's one of my favorites. He's such a humble guy. Um, his discography is so amazing and the thing i love about this guy is that he's he's actually like sort of like relatively new to the general public but he's really been grinding for a while mm-hmm. and um i think the key factor about this person who i'm about to tell you guys uh his name and we're about to interview him is uh that you know a lot of it was relationships right it was people that he met and specific people that he was again open-minded enough to meet and and exchange contacts with which in turn turned into um big opportunities so um we're gonna talk to my man alan ritter who yeah. is such an amazing let's give a round of applause for alan real quick yeah. for sure go. yo yo alan ritter there he is what's going on man what up what up man it's your boy Ilmine, man you're you're live here on blab chat man welcome i appreciate it bro Let's give let's give uh, Mr. Alan Ritter a round of applause real quick. Yeah. yeah. He is in the building, man. I'm so happy. I'm so glad. You just made my day. I'm so glad I got you, homie, um, on this podcast. We got Blab Chat. Um, I'm here with uh, our my co-host, uh, Atlas The Plug. Yes, yes. What up, man? Uh, the homegirl, Glam. What's going on, bro? All right. What's up? Glam is here, and uh, my homegirl, Perfection, is here. What's going on? And, hey, uh, how y'all doing? Yeah, man. So, so Alan, man. Um, God, so much to talk about, man. Oh, yeah. So much to talk about. Um, I was before we went on the air. I was talking about how you're one of my favorites right now, man. Like, 
the way that you I highly appreciate it, bro. Dude, like your your skill set is so crazy. Um and, and you're you're highly respected and you work with a lot of um also my favorite producers too. Um but I kinda wanna start this conversation with a little bit of back history and um kind of like how you got started. So let's start with um, you know, what made you start creating music and when was that and what was what inspired you to start making beats? Well, my father was a producer. Um he used to have a lot of equipment and as a child I was very curious. So I'll go and play with his equipment. And um I actually liked it. Like like to the point where it became a passion. So my father would let me do it. And he would show me what to do, how to do certain things. He was using a cord. At the time, Korg N64, I think it was called, something like that. Nice. And um, he would show me how to do certain things. And he got to the point where I was just doing it by myself. And he was like, man, you're pretty good. <laughs> so I just kept kept going on. So I learned um, how to play by just watching him. Wow. He didn't really teach me. I, I was just sitting next to him watching him. Hmm. And I picked it up, and then I... I learned that, and then I just kept going on with my own type of style. Wow! And so that's how that all became. How uh, so? How old were you when you started like watching your pops like play keys and all that? Man, I pretty much since birth. Because wow. as far as I could go back, he's been playing in the church. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just a certain time where I got to a certain age where he said, "All right, you gonna come and pay us sit next to me, watch me." Wow! And yeah, that's how it went down. Wow, that's what's up, man. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of producers kind of start with a parent or people that are around them that were, you know, highly influenced by, you know, by them and getting getting them into the actual art of creating, you know? So, so at, you know, so after you kind of like, you know, you watch your pops, you started messing around with the with the keyboard and you started composing stuff, was that kind of like around the time that you started getting into music? Like, what was kind of, like, the early musical influences that influenced the music that you were creating? Um, I guess it would go back to the, the 90s R&B and 90s hip-hop. Mm. Um, my uncle would play a lot of that, like, back to back to back. So it it, it stuck in, in me. And I started trying to produce some of the tracks I heard on the radio or tracks that he played. Mm. And I really started taking it serious when I turned about 16 years old. So what was your, what, um, when you started taking it seriously, like what was your first kind of like piece of equipment? Like was it software, hardware, both? Like what what did you start on? Um, I started on uh, hardware. I think it was the Triton LE. Hey, I remember that yeah, Triton. That's right. That was when the Neptunes were, were heavy with that, exactly. that 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 guitar patch that they used in every every track. Yeah, I started on that, and and um, actually, I used to I used to have this like cassette tape player, and I used to record from the Triton LE to that, and I used to like try to bring it to school and show my friends, and they were like, "Man, this is good. You should you should do this like for a career." And I was like, "Really? Like, it was just so um, inspiring to me that other people." thought it was just as good as I thought it was. So that's when I was like, man, yeah, I got to do this. I got to take this serious. And then I just started networking, meeting people. Right. And from there, I went to Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. The cheat code. I like calling it the cheat code, man. <laughs> that Fruity Loops is so crazy. Oh, my God. So you started networking. Um, So that's perfect segue into my next question, which is... um networking and and kind of how that started for you so who what was that process like i mean you know you go from 
you know, making beats and then you have your, your beats on your Triton and then you have beats on Fruity Loops and you have all this stuff on your hard drive. So what was kind of like your process into telling yourself, okay, I need to start networking with people. I need to get to know people. What, where'd you, how'd you move from there? I would say um, the real turning point was when I said, because uh, I, I used to live in Connecticut. I don't okay. live there now, but that's that's one from Denver, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So I was out there, and I was like, "Man, I gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I gotta go. So I gotta branch out to like show, like to bring the world my talent." So I met one of my boys on um, MySpace, right? And he was like, "Yeah, man, come up to Jersey, working on this project. Let's do it." Um, I think I was working at Hollister at this time. Mm. And once he told me, once, once, once the dude said that, I said, oh, we out. I'm out and I'm quitting. But I put in my two wow. weeks and I think I left and I never came back. Wow. And ever since then, we've been working and the chemistry has been crazy. And that, that was it Wow. for me. Wow. So you just really jumped right in. You said, you know what? I'm going to quit my day job. I'm going to go in and just take that leap of faith. And it worked for you, man. Yeah. Wow. Have you what? had a nine to five job since then? Nah. No. Wow. Nah, I haven't. What's up? No. I mean that's that's a perfect example of, you know, we on this show we talk a lot about, you know, taking that risk and, you know, putting putting the effort full time into production will give you full time results. You know, mm-hmm. part time uh, effort will give you part time results and, and this is literally an, a perfect example of really going into it and believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And jumping right into it and 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 being seizing the opportunity too. and being consistent. Being consistent in the time yeah. that you do it, you know, because you've been doing it since you were young. So you have like so many years of experience, you know, and so many more years to come. But, you know, you mentioned that you used to watch your father play the keys and you picked it up. Do you think it's like super important for producers to pick up an instrument definitely mm-hmm. you should do it at, at, at a young age mm-hmm. just to even see if, if that's what you really want to do mm-hmm. you know um any instrument uh i i used to play the drums too mm-hmm. but um but that's not really what i had a passion for but mm-hmm. i just used to play the drums but i guess that also helped me as far as like you know what i'm doing now right Yep. But at least I picked up those sticks and, you know, sure. try try everything, try any and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learn an instrument, guys. Yeah. That's really what, what the moral is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Play, play something. You know, yeah. you don't have to be a master at something. I mean, I've met people that are crazy on that guitar but right. can't compose mm-hmm. a riff for the yeah. life of them, right. you know? So really it's just like being able to, to, to play an instrument is just going to put you at an advantage yeah. across the board anyway. Yep. Just opens I'm, your ears yeah. up too. I'm learning the mm-hmm. piano and I've realized how like much better my music has gotten and like yeah. my ideas, you know. So I've always wondered like do other producers think that that's important? Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's other And also people, yeah. Go ahead, Alan. Also when you when you learn an instrument, it makes you listen to music differently. Mm. Like you True. you you're more attached to it and you understand it more. So so it's like a different emotion, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yes. Very, very, very true. So, speaking of playing instruments, um, man, you you have such such a great discography here, and 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 I have a partial discography. But you know, again, another thing we love to talk about on this podcast is placements and and how certain placements came about. And and you know, at this point now, Alan, that like every 
song that gets placed, there's a sto- unique mm-hmm. story behind how that beat ended up becoming the beat for that song. So I want to talk about some of your placements here and um, how how these placements came about, who you need, who you had to meet, and who you knew to get you to those placements. So I want to talk about. Um, I want to go back to 2013 and talk about. Um, this Kanye West placement, uh, which is uh, you're credited as a composer on All Day, correct? Yes. So what was what what was that? How did that kind of come into fruition? That placement. That was 2013. I believe so. It might have been might have been later. Uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. So all right. So uh, got to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kanye's engineer or. Somebody that works for Kanye just called my phone. Wow. <clears throat> out of nowhere. Just called you out of nowhere. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm like, first of all, how did they find me, get my number? Because the thing is, I don't even have a manager. I haven't had wow. a manager since I started. Wow. Wow, brother. Damn. So I'm like, all right, so who in the world did they get in touch with? And I wasn't signed at this time. Okay. So I was like, all right. And the person said, uh, hello, is that over there? Yeah. So, all right, this is blah, blah, blah. With, um, uh, Kanye West. Kanye West wants you out in um, Mexico by tomorrow. <laughs> You're like, just someone pranking me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's hard to believe at first. Wow. What was going on in your mind <laughs> when that thinking? happened? Yeah, what was, what was going on in your mind? I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> he was like, I'm at it the airport just, already. Yeah. It was just surreal. Oh, my God. That's wow. crazy. And I was like, man, I said, all right. I said, yep, I'll be there. <laughs> yep, I'll be there. So how did, what happened next? Was it, did they, you know, buy your flight? Did they email you, like, your flight info? Or yeah, they... as soon as possible. It was like they pre-did everything already. Wow. wow. They booked you before <laughs> they even asked you. You were there before you <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, what in the world? It was just, everything happened so fast. So, oh, man. Wow. I did it. I got on the flight, went to Mexico, and, um, uh, he had his old camp there. Everybody that um that he works with and um we was just work he he just he just had me like in a room. He talked to me. He's a really nice guy by the way. Mm-hmm. Um he kept saying thank you and all he's very polite. Um he uh he said, uh, these are the tracks I want you to work on. I think they're missing something and each track he gave me I uh, like added an element to. Right. And um all day was one of them. So Wow, that's how that came. So what um what exactly did you did you play on all day? Like what what part of it specifically? You know, it's crazy. It's, it's a very little part, and it's mm. at the end. It's, it's like towards the end. Mm. It's like right before, right before mm-hmm. when they play the guitar and and the whistle. Right. See what I say? Yeah, Glam <laughs> called it. Glam knew. Yeah, man. Con, con, yes, I mean that's very similar story to my man Symbolic One when uh, when he did Power. Same thing. He just got got hit up out of nowhere. Like, yo, here's your flight info. Crazy. Come to Hawaii. <laughs> you know. We'll but, see you in a few hours. Yeah, right. but Kanye is a mad scientist, man. So it's crazy yeah. to just think to yourself, like in that moment, like Kanye actually heard my shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he, and they're calling me. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. And my flight's booked. Yeah. And your flight's booked. So, <laughs> so you end up doing this thing on all day. What What other? So what other records? Um, did you work on when you were with Ye? Like you said, you played on a few, right? Yeah, I played on a few, but um, he changed a lot of them. Like when I left, so hmm. it was like tempos were different, and then other people worked on different things. It was just a lot going on. Wow, so, crazy! Yeah, 
Amazing, amazing. Can you imagine if was Snapchat out in 2013 or no? I don't think was so. it no? Mm-mm. Yeah, because that's some shit where it's like right. you got to be careful now, you know, right. with the Snapchat and all that in the, in the lab, especially with Kanye, like yeah. not having it. Definitely. Yeah. So I want to talk about another placement that the way that placement happened is very bizarre. I mean, mm-hmm. you get the phone call. It's almost like God came down and was like, here you go, bro. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. Let's get your shit going. And, um, and, and still never found out how they got your number, which is kind of wild. Right. Could have been a ghost, man. Yeah. Been <laughs> Illuminati <Right>. or something. <laughs> the Illuminati called. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati called Alan Ritter. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this uh, Blessings record by Big Sean. It's one of my favorite Big Sean mm-hmm. joints because he's just the way he, the way he freaked it on there. And like that, that beat, album. yeah, that beat that that's a great album by yeah. him. Yep. Um. So so yeah, tell us a little bit about um how this blessings uh thing came about with Big Sean. Well, um, I'll tell you before I say what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Most of our most of our placements, they're from they're old. Like the the music that we do is is like probably two to three years old, mm-hmm. and then they get placed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we it was it was me and Vinyls. Uh we were at a uh Diddy session with Travis Scott. Okay. And um Diddy was looking for something like very like something hardcore and something crazy. And um the way he was explaining it we, we didn't really know what to do. So I just went in on them chords and um I let Vinyls take over the drums. And Travis was actually going to get on that record. Mm, interesting. Was, um, he heard it, He was like one of the first ones to hear it. And he was like, oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. They ended up not using it. Mm. Two two to three years later, Big Sean and Drake is on it. And it's like wow. this there big thing. Hello. There it is. And that, again, that uh, further proof of what we talk about here on the show, too, is the stuff you guys, that stuff that we hear on the radio is mm-hmm. sometimes a couple years old. Mm-hmm. So if you're like one of those producers that's always chasing the radio, mm-hmm. you're always going to be Step a couple behind. years behind. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So You know what's always interesting to me? And I was actually uh, thinking this the other day because a lot of records, you know, that we hear are like two or three years old in production. Yep. Like even on Jay-Z's Magna Carta, a lot of those records were like two or three years old, mm-hmm. you know, so... Um, it's like really interesting to see that because when you when you hear an album, like there are some tracks that are old, mm-hmm. but some of the production's new, but yep. the album still sounds like one. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's always right. interesting to me when, you know, an artist is able to really put something together like that because yeah. a lot of the production is two or three years old and we don't even know it, you know, and, and I think that's great though. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if it's timeless. Like mm-hmm. this, I mean, that Blessings For beat. Sure. Anytime like, it comes that. on. Yeah, that, that Blessings mm-hmm. beat, like you, you could, True. that could have came out like now, 2017, mm-hmm. and would have been, would have been ill. So yeah, that's yeah. just like a, a testament to you and Vinyl's um, yes, work sir. ethic, sure. you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so I mean, man, your discography is controller, so great, man. Controller. Let's talk about controller, you know, perfection. Want to talk about controller? Let's talk about it. Controller Drake, um, how did how how did what was that? Yeah. What was that? How <laughs> starts tell them, man. tell the people about like how that started and where that went because that's timeless in itself, yeah. Um, uh, me and Wonder was in the studio, and um, shout to Boy Wonder, yeah, Boy Wonder. Uh, we was in the studio, and he was just 
saying, like, and this was around the time where, when we did work, too. And he was just saying, um, man, I'm, I'm tired of the same, like, type of bounce that's, that's going on right now. He said, I want to change it up. I want to get it back to where people are dancing in the club because I don't really see much of that. So um, <clears throat> he was just like, just play some chords, and I'm going to go through sounds. And um, that's what we did. He put the drums. We didn't know it was going to go to Drake. We didn't know who it was going to go to. Yep. Most of the time when we make music, we don't plan on <clears throat> the artist that it's going to go to. Right. We just make it because that's what we like. Exactly. So um, take notes, guys. That's bomb exactly. There. Yeah, we're gonna cue a bomb in there. <laughs> that's that that's that's how you that's how you produce, man. You just go with the feeling. Mm-hmm. Go with, with what sounds good to you. All right, continue, Alan. Yeah. So uh, I guess Drake heard it and boom, he came up with a melody right away. And that was that. So speaking of Drake coming up with melodies right away, what you know, rarely do people get to kind of get get an inside kind of like idea of what it's like to be with Drake in the studio. So, like, what what's his work ethic like in terms of, let's talk about this controller record. So you play the beat uh, for Drake, and he's already coming up with melodies. So, like, how how effortless was that? Like, what was that like being in there with him creating that song? You know what's funny? Drake doesn't like people to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. He's only in the studio with 40. Just him and 40? Just him and 40. Wow. Or whoever it is that he has engineering him. Him for him and Noel. So that answers. Yeah, that. I've, I've never, I've, 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 I've never now been know, in an yeah. actual yeah. room. Yeah. Now we so, know Drake doesn't have so Drake's huge not studio e- sessions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, so Drake's not even probably singing it. Even though I'm kidding, he's definitely singing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's his alter, his alter ego. <laughs> it's somebody else that no. comes in and. Uh, I mean, listen, that's he's a beast. The, the, he's, a beast. he's the the Drake is probably one of the few, if not the only, artists who just has those smash melodies, man. Oh, my God. His yeah. smash melody game is so ridiculous. So speaking of that, speaking of smash melodies, I want to talk about one more record, um, and we can be here all day because your discography is so great. Um, I, want to, I want to talk about, God, what to choose. I want to talk about this record uh, you did for Rihanna. Um, not Work. Um, you did another record on, on uh, Anti, right? Um. Nah, it was just work. Okay. Oh shit, my bad. So yeah, I w- let's talk about work. I want to go to Rihanna. I want to talk about work. Um, so again, you said you and Boy Wanda worked on that beat around the same time you did Controller. Um, what was the work process like? Was it similar to Controller, or how did that come about? Yeah, it was, it was very similar. Um, he just wanted uh, he just wanted that bounce. We didn't know who it was gonna go to. Mm. And um, I actually got a call. My lawyer called me. And he was saying, um, somebody called me from Rihanna's camp. They want you to be up there. Hey. And I was like, man, hey. I'm just getting these random Another, another phone call, right. baby. Blessings on don't blessings. change your number. Yeah, don't change your number, Al, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, they'll still find him. The fucking yeah. Illuminati finds everybody. The Illuminati will find you and, and book, book your flight before, exactly. before you say yes. That's crazy. So me and... um. So me and uh, Vinyls went up there, and um, uh, I guess Rihanna heard the beat. And once I heard her on it, I was like, <clears throat> "Man, this is gonna be a smash." But before that, honestly, I didn't I didn't think about the beat like that because it's so simple and open. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't hear anybody on it. It was just like a cool beat, 
but it was like it was too open for me to understand what it would be if there was a vocal on it. Once yeah. she got on that, yeah, I said, "Oh, nah, yeah, this is it." So this is it. You're not playing those chords like work, work, work in your mind. Ill, <laughs> right? You know what I'm Yo, ill. I forget the saying you say. What is it? It's uh, hits are written. Yeah, man. Hit records are written. They're hits not. Are written. They're not necessarily produced, mm-hmm. right? You know. So like, you know, when you produce a record, it's like. Yeah. The like you said, Al, like the beat was like Simple. okay for you. It was, mm-hmm. it was a fire beat, first of all, but so open and yeah. really like the magic of it was the top line. Yes. Okay. So, a, yeah. a producer or producers can only give fifty percent and then the artist has to ask to give the other fifty. There you go. Right. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. But yeah, hit records are written. Hit yeah. records are written, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. you have listen, man, you have all these things happening um really really big placements big sing- singles um really really crazy that you're doing all of this without a manager that's just further proof that you know if you're efficient and you believe in yourself and you move around in in the right way you can really make it happen for yourself mm-hmm. so alan ritter is a perfect example of that um see but what, what he did say though which i love is he said my attorney. My attorney. You got to have right. that attorney on deck, guys. You, have you, to. you, you don't have need to. a manager. You have to. You, can't, you need it. You don't so, need a manager, but you definitely need a good entertainment lawyer. So, Alan, sure. I have a question for you. What made you, what made you really not want a manager or still feel like you don't need one? I've, I've dealt with managers like before I actually got on, and they disappointed me so much to the point where when I got on, I said, you know what? I don't need a manager. I don't need them. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm just... If you Amen. can do it yourself, do it yourself, man. Yeah, like, yeah. If you can yeah do I'm it, just in. And you're taking and so, 100%. So and far, you're taking 100%. That 15 20% going to you, baby. <laughs> you know? That, that adds up, boy. That shit adds up. So far, I've been doing all right. Good like, for you, you know, man. Good for you. And, um, do you feel it's easier and, uh, for a producer to, to not have a manager than an artist? I assume so, right? You know what a... Uh, uh, a producer really needs he needs to to network with people that are actually doing things in his circle that he that he's actually trying to do right. as well. Mm-hmm. Like I have vinyls and Boy Wonder in my in my circle, so that's all I really need. Like I don't really need to like right. I don't need to chase these placements like that. Right. Yeah. They come to you. I mean, they call <laughs> Yeah, they call you. Pick <laughs> yeah. up the phone, you know, baby. It's a very yeah, it's a very um uh out of the box highly unlikely for most people scenario where, you know, the placements are calling you. So that that's a blessing within itself, man. Right. Let's give Alan a round of applause just for that. Just and for it, getting them phone calls, son. And then even though he made those relationships early, you know, via the MySpace, I mean, think about how long MySpace yep. was. Mm-hmm. The fact that you kept those relationships and you kept in communication with them and you kept building with them and kept sending them music. So that's, you know, it's not it's not just getting the contact, but once you actually get a contact, yeah. you got to maintain yeah. it. Right. Yeah, Al, what's yeah, your... You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> your, your, at, your work ethic has to be up there. Like, yes. Very high. Mm-hmm. Along, uh, alongside work ethic, what's your one piece of advice um, in terms of networking that you can give to the to the audience, man? Like, what what would you say is like that one thing, or maybe even two things that you need to kind of follow and be mindful of when you're when you're networking with people? Just uh, just keep. Um, honestly, I'm gonna tell how I, how I do it. I just I just keep in contact uh, and uh, um, make sure everything is all right first. 
and then I talk about music or business or anything like that. But be very genuine when you when you're networking with people. Don't come off like, oh, I'm I'm just trying to do this because just be be genuine and be smart about what you're doing mm. before you, you just jump into networking like that. Genuine is the key word here, mm-hmm. folks. Yeah, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. Genuine. You have to be genuine. Be yourself. And it's crazy because you're, I feel like that is kind of like today's theme, genuine, being mm-hmm. genuine, because like all these stories that you just told us about, all these placements you've gotten, every single one of those placements um, involve being, gen- you know, genuine. Like from you and Boy Wanda making those beats and, you know, just making beats that sounded good to you guys and not really mm-hmm. forcing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's a big part of it, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, Alan, um, before we let you go, man, um, what's, uh, I know you just gave us uh, a couple of jewels, but what's, um, man, what's one, one thing that you would, one piece of advice that you would recommend? It could be about anything, but one piece of advice you would give to, someone that used to be in your position, someone that produces, plays instruments, um, and, is, and has this aspiration of becoming successful, what would be your one piece of advice for that person um, to get their career going? The only advice I can give is through my experience. What a lot of people don't know is uh, <clears throat> when I went to Jersey, um, the only, we didn't, I didn't have any money to eat. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any, anything. Wow. So it was basically like in a trap house making music. It's not it's not actually an actual trap house, but it was like almost damn near abandoned. We were sleeping on floors and couches. Mm. But the thing was, I kept my my mind on the on the prize, on the main goal, like what I'm really trying to do. And through all of that, I just kept working, no matter what anybody said. Even if my mother called me, asked me if I if I'm good, I said yes, I'm good. Mm. Because the thing was, my vision was so clear to me that then that nobody could derail me from where I was going. So, wow. to for me to anybody, just don't ever stop. Don't let nobody tell you not to do it. Just keep doing what you're doing. As long as you have that vision, you're, you're golden. Mm. Love it, love for it. Sure. That's 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 like a good summary for our entire podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Alan Ritter, the great Alan Ritter. Alan I'm sure there's Ritter. much more to come. I purposely didn't ask you what you have right. coming next because I know <laughs> that you have a lot coming up next so and much. even a little collabo yeah. with your boy Elvira. Uh, we got to show that to a few people. You, play, you know what I mean? We're just going to put it out there. But um, shouts to Alan Ritter, man. Let's give Alan a round of applause once yeah. again. Yeah. Jumping on Black Chat. You know what I'm saying? Alan, I appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll holla at you soon, brother. And I appreciate your time. Nah, I appreciate y'all, man. Happy New Year and all that. Happy yeah, New Year, Happy Alex. New Year. Yes, all right. Thanks, Alan. It's not too late to say that, right? No, it's no, not. No, oh, no, no. A couple days. We're still on time. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Alan, thank you, all right, man. So. Appreciate it, man. Hi, right, brother. No Peace. problem. Peace. All right, man. Appreciate Alan Ritter, man, for calling in. That was a man. that was a pretty epic uh, gems, interview, man. man. He dropped some gems. And again, further proof that... Um, Work ethic, networking, mm-hmm. networking, networking, and believing in yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Believing in yourself is uh, supremely important. Um, 
if you really wanna wanna make it as a music producer, man. So mm-hmm. big up once again, Alan Ritter. Um, Maintaining those relationships, man. Maintain so, them. It's so important. Like if you go to an event and you walk up to someone and you're like, "Yo, let me get your number," and you get mm-hmm. the number, that's cool. But what are you gonna do with it? Right. But exactly. also your you approach too. Your approach. Yes. That's you know super what I mean? Key. Because super you have to key. have the right energy to approach super someone. Key. Because if you approach someone with a negative energy and just a weird approach, generally, yep. it's like they might not want to talk to you. Absolutely. You might act busy. Exactly. <laughs> Looking at their phone. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm, I, the go. phone. The phone is really a double-edged sword, yeah. man. Because yeah. you could mm-hmm. do so much with it, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's affecting the yeah. way you interact. people interact with each For other. Sure. That's a it's really good point. Up. We were talking to Riggs, remember? It, yep. Last we night. Last night. By the way, tell them who Riggs is if they don't know. Yeah, Riggs Morales is a VP A&R over at Atlantic Records. We had mm-hmm. a dinner with him last night um, talking business, and yep. he told me he told he was on vacation for four days, and it was the first time that he had no service for four days straight. Yeah. And he just said it was like a liberating experience, like which is kind of weird because that you know we were we're humans we shouldn't have cell phones but Mm -hmm. so like i asked him this question i was like so what do you do like when you go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and you order food what do you do after you order your food? <laughs> you just sit and think. <laughs> <laughs> you cross your fingers. Do you look in the? Twitter your thumbs. You twiddle your thumbs, and but he was just like, nah, I'm with my kids, with my wife, okay. and, and interacting yeah. like a human being. Yeah, as which long as you have good company, you know, you could. That's you it. Get by. Good company. Yeah. I think it. if I think if you're in a session and you're like first getting there and you're meeting the people that are involved in the session, because most of the time the people that are in the room, right. You know, they're they're there for a reason. So they might be a manager. Mm -hmm. They might be the this. They might do social media. They might do whatever they do. And I think it's a real and and people out here listen to me. Put your phone away, man. Put it in your pocket, please. At least for a half hour, fifteen minutes. Put it in your pocket Mm -hmm. and talk to people. Yeah. Build with people. Yeah. Shake their hands. Look them in the eye. Smile. You know what I'm saying? Like. Be yourself all at the same yeah. time, but put your phone away. Yeah. When you yeah. go in and you're on your phone and right away you're snap you're snapping mm-hmm. everything and Instagram and everything. <laughs> you're looking we talked about needy energy. Yeah. Right? Uh last episode. And mm-hmm. like to me, that's kinda like a little bit of it too. It's mm-hmm. like you're yes. looking too thirsty too fast, bro. Sure. Like be cool, be easy. And have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love that advice. Yeah. I love it. It's, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Just be cool. Get off the phone. Off Don't the worry phone. about the selfies. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So speaking of being yourself, we're going to get into blapper crap. Okay. Yes. My favorite part of the show. Me too. Um, so our first victim. <laughs> ah, you're dead. You're already caught. You're dead, dead, bro. You're dead to me you already, and I don't even know who you are. You can't come after that, broski. <laughs> our first producer of today. Give me a blap. Is V.O.V. V.O.V. I, want, I, I don't know if I should say Vav. Beats, VOV Beats, but his VOV Beats, his Instagram is at XXVOVXX. Okay? Let's go. <laughs> this beat is called Meatball Sauce. I'm just reading, I'm just reading, I'm just reading, I'm just Italian. reading it out. I, I think he's Italian. It's so called Meatball Sauce. Let's Italian. go, VOV Beats. Let's go. First up the bat. Oh, Nautilus. I know that sample. It's better be fire. If the Godfather comes in and starts talking, then. <laughs> Amen. Gosh.
LV Beats with the meatball sauce. Atlas, you got to kick this one off. Yo. <laughs> Real shit, though? It's funny. It's V-O-V. V-O-V. It reminded me a little O-V-O. There you go. I think he flipped it. Right? Yeah. He may With have, he may have flipped XO it. Too. Yeah. And on some real, like, I was hearing Drake just spitting right on that the Me whole too. time. So Me I'm going to blap that. There you go. Blap, yeah. blap, 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 that mofo. Wow. Glenn, what you it. think? I love it. I love it. I'm going to blap it. I like hey. it. I think it was a hey. well used sample. Mm-hmm. It was a modern spin on a mm-hmm. classic. So Ooh. I think that made sense. So I'm going to go ahead and blap that. Yes. Blap. Okay. I'll blap that too. Hey. hey. I like the direction it was Yo, going. Yo, this is the so, first. Yeah, this the, is the first, first one. Holy cow. Yeah. Yep. What about you, Ill, Mr. Ill Mind? What did you think of the beat? Did you did you have any it was criticism cool. for it? Um, yeah, one thing I would say is his bass needs to come up a bit. Yep. I didn't really hear no that. I think, yeah, I think everything yeah. else was a bit higher than your bass. Once you mm. bring that up a bit, it might knock just a tad bit more. Um, but I definitely like where it was going, for sure. Agreed. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna blop that one too. Wow. Um, I, I'm with Atlas, man. I heard Drake. What? I heard Drake on there. You are spitting. Um, the only thing I would suggest is maybe add a little bit more variation with the mm-hmm. kick drum. Like yeah. the kick drum sounded like they were like really just in the grid. Mm-hmm. I would just like do some like a more swing. Yeah, a little bit more swing, just a little variation. But mm-hmm. other than that, I thought it was great. <laughs> Yes. All right. All right. Well, that's a first, guys. Yeah, thanks for, you know. First four blabs. V-O-V. V-O-V. Shout out to V-O-V. Keep those beats coming, bro. X-X, V-O-V, X-X. Hell yeah. So, next up, we have uh, G Productions. Productions.com. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the stage. All right, I'll start it off. <laughs> We're at the strip club now. Um, <laughs> Jenny to the stage. Two for one drinks at the bar. Tip your bartender. Hey, baby. Um, I'm going to crap it. Um, I, th- I thought there was some cool, like, melodic elements to it, but uh, I really just was trying to understand, like, what the purpose of the track was. Like, that 
chipmunk acapella in there. I was trying to understand why that was in there. Yeah. At first, I thought it was threw it off for me. Yeah, at first I thought it was like a vocal like chop, a vocal reference or something, yeah, or something yeah. in there. But then it it just kept going and it never went away. And then I was just like, okay. Um, I, I'm trying right, to understand it, so right. I'm, I'm going to crap it. But I think it's interesting. I, the melodies are cool, but um, not not really understanding it at this point. So I'm going to crap it. I it's, what's interesting is I was feeling it. Like I heard the the, the vocals in there. And I'm like, okay, this is a cow singing. No, uh, I was like, I was like, okay, and then it came out, and then right. it was just a beat. So I was like confused. I was like, is this? Is it the actual like singing and they right. just put it down the octave or up octave or whatever, or is right. or is it actually a track? So for that reason, because I enjoyed sonically some things about it, so mm-hmm. for that, it's not a blap, so it's got to be a crap. All right, Glenn, what you think? I'm a crap it. Go ahead and crap it, uh, and it's just because I think the sample was too long. Yeah. Like, yep. and then it was like. There wasn't a lot going on. It was like really empty. Like I'm, I'm all for the empty, but you just have to have even if it's minimal sounds, they all have to complement each other. Have mm-hmm. to bring something greater. Like that fifty percent he was talking about earlier. Right. That was not. That wasn't fifty percent. No. Not cool, glam. What you think? Oh, glam perfection. What you think? I think I'll crap that. Oh, yeah. gross. Okay. Had potential. I feel though. like in the beginning, yeah, in the beginning it had potential and mm-hmm. you know it was kind of going somewhere, but I agree with Glam where it was like the sample was just too long and mm. I think it was just too loud. Like, mm. you know, he could have changed it up kinda like what Atlas said. It sounded almost like a reference. Right. You know what I mean? So Word. and then like I didn't like how that tag came in. Again, again, kind of old school. Yeah, get rid of the tag. No, gproductionbeats.com. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Take the take it out. Take it out. Doesn't work. Doesn't work anymore. If you're gonna do a producer drop, do it once in the beginning, but make sure it sounds dope. And even at the end, if it sounds cool. If it sounds cool. Yeah, in the beginning. No, 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 no. It wasn't it. Yeah, keep them coming though, G. Keep keep those tracks coming. All right, next up we have. Deshaun Cash. Here we go. Bells. Great. 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 Oh, hey. You are listening to a track that is made for young DK. No. Don't do the job. I like those BPM. The BPMs are tough. (laughs) (laughs) All right, do we have to pay the whole thing or what? We don't have to play it all that, right? Do we? Stop it. Yeah. Let's go. Just let's go to the next one. Oh no, we can't do that. Oh, we can't do that. To, all right, I'm just gonna crap it. Um, I'm gonna crap it. What's take, the other take, one that you were saying? Um, brown paper. The brown bag. paper bag. Yeah, that was a. You're so ugly. You could be a modern art masterpiece. That was a. That was a. That was our first uh, brown, brown paper, paper bag, bag for today. So we're gonna give <laughs> with, them the toilet with poop in it. There was a little. There was a couple nuggets yeah. in there. Yeah, there was a couple nuggets. A couple a, nuggets a, a in little, there. A little uh, splattering going on. In there. 
Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, we're just going to keep it moving um, because it's not really worth the uh, comments here. Uh, yeah. We already... Uh, okay, here we go. Next up, we have Spacehead P-Dub. And it's uh, Spacehead Life on Instagram. Let's go, Spacehead. I love it. <laughs> fire. Hot fire beat. Money machine. This better be good. <laughs> you guys can see Atlas's face right now. I mean, but listen to Glam. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, On a serious note, what I would—the first place I would start is dragging that into that little icon on the right hand corner. On the right hand corner. Just kidding. Um, The hi hats were too loud on that. I didn't understand the drop. I didn't understand the drop. The kick was so like. This was so boof. Like it was super muddy. Like this big ass build up for nothing. Yeah. Like where was the kick? I was like so muffled under everything else. Very, very. Sorry to rip you, bro. But I do like the money machine though. (laughs) Cash machine was was cool. It's never been done before. It had promise. Yeah, that and the BPMs and the BPMs. (laughs) Fire. The tempo was fire for sure. All right. Next up, we have uh, Little Beats. L i t t i l. Little. Yeah, and the the L at the end is uppercase, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very important. Mm -hmm. Don't get don't get it twisted. twisted. Little Little beats. You know what I'm saying? So this is labeled um, Travis Scott featuring Future type beat. Let's go. (laughs) I never saw a feature type. So it's a Travis Scott feature type featuring. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a new one for me. That's guys. the new wave. That's the new Here we one. go. Synth was off. <laughs> that like, was a kicker right artistic there. Cre- artistic direction. That was, an, that, that was an artistic decision yeah, to that was, move that. He definitely he heard that. There's one of those things like even when I've like I'll play some shit yeah. and like it'll be messed up or a little off. I'm like, oh, keep, keep it. it. He know? was just like, no, yeah. no, keep that like, shit. He like doubled. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck um, all right, little. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll start it off again. I'm going to crap it. Um, not the worst beat. I don't think mm-hmm. it was a brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. No. Definitely not. So I'm not going to flush it down the toilet. But, uh, not bad. Just not it the was, best. It, it definitely was it, was... it has a lot of potential. I just think you should go in and kind of redo some of the synths. Maybe um, fix that little part that we're like <laughs> That me and Clam Change were Change the artistic direction. Change Bomber. the artistic direction on there. Um, but I, I do think it has potential, honestly. Yeah. You just got to dig into it and do some different things with it. I think I'm gonna blap that. 
Hey! Wow! I'll blap that. You gotta blap. I'll blap it simply because it has a lot of potential. I Mm, think it has more potential than the ones we heard before it. Um, It's not like an amazing blap, but it's not enough crap for me. Um, I think for Travis Scott and Future, I don't hear them on that. It's a little too slow. Mm. And some of the melodies were cool, but I think you can change the sound selection. Um, but his drum his drum pattern was cool. Mm. Um, maybe try to keep that same drum pattern in those sounds, but just change, you know, the sounds of your melodies. There you so, go. Yeah. yeah. Change the sound of melodies. Yeah. Alice, talk to him, man. Come on. Stop. That was a fucking crap. Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh. Not feeling it. I wasn't feeling anything about it. I tried, though. <laughs> he hated everything about it. I tried. It. As soon as it came on, I was like, I don't know, that chord progression and the synths and, you know, me personally, it's a brown paper bag. Man, Alice is so harsh. <laughs> no. So harsh. Glenn, what do you think? I'm a uh, crap it. I'm crap it because I think that the drums could have been, yes, it has potential, but mainly with the drums, it was like really thin. Right. They need to be beefed yep. up. Extremely, if you're gonna go that route, mm-hmm. just the chord progression is a little cheesy to me. Yeah. That's all. Wasn't yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't the worst. It does have potential, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough potential to give. For I a wanted, black. To, I wanted to ask something. Yeah, like going to cheesy, cheesy sounds and cheesy beats and stuff like that. Mm. Like, do you think there are specific sounds where you'd be like, man, that's cheesy. That's obvious. Like that's expected, especially in the like, you know. Such and such type beat, right? Like, you know I what think, I, mean? I think, yeah, I, I think I know what you're asking. The, I think sound selection is really like yeah. what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think there's certain instruments and like textures that are more appealing than others. So, like, but even you know, like certain percussion sounds, when you yeah. hear it, it's like, ah, oh, that's like that's kind of whack. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's a combination of like the type of sound you use and then like the melody that you mm-hmm. play with it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Just, like that all mm-hmm. depends. But it all sure. depends on how good your ear is. Yeah. You know, like because that that sound like to him was dope. Mm-hmm. You know, Pharrell uses a lot of ugly sounds. He does, right? Sometimes, like, yeah. Stanky, but it's like when you funky it, it though. Work. He makes he it makes work. the shit funky. Yo, oh, that's yeah. a great he uses example. Disgusting yeah. sounds, mm-hmm. but it's just like oh. Even simpler, they're not scared to use like really outlandish, like weird. Yeah. yeah. Like even when like, what's that one? It's like a weird sound. Um, oh, the baby crying one. Though, even the baby crazy. crying, that but one? like even with um, when the last time, like by mm. by Pharrell, like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like that's just yeah. like why would you do that? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. But it was like yeah, it's interesting <laughs> to see like, like what people type. like. Yeah. Even yeah. Alan Ritter, I saw a video of him. You know, just working on his beat on a spot, mm-hmm. and he was playing with the sound, and I was like. I don't know if I would have ever chose that. Yeah. But he made it work. Made and it work. I was just like, wow, I, I would have passed on that sound yeah. for sure. Yeah. But he, he made, made it, it work. He and made it, was it cool. work, 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 work. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, you have a singing career, bro. You want to get signed? Bro? I'm. F- I sing all you the time. You don't need a manager. <laughs> you don't need a manager. I, I'm such a singer. A great singer. I'm such a singer. Do you think everyone can sing? I think everyone has it in them. Okay. Um, but I think most people suck. Because people I, ask I, I, me that, like, do you sing? Do I disagree. Like, I don't I'm think any, I think you either have it or you don't yeah, have yeah. it. Because I have a yeah, uncle maybe. who wishes he can sing, but he yeah. can't. And he, he can't. just, he will belt his heart yeah. out. 
because people always tell me. God bless him. People yeah, would tell me, you never know till you try. And I'm like, I can't sing. Trust can't me. Sing. I can tell you. You can, either can or you can't. Illmind yeah. does those spit bars. And when if he has a few drinks in him, he mm. starts freestyling and he's like, spit some bars. <laughs> I didn't have nearly as much wine. Maybe enough. Jameson yeah. would have. Yeah. Jameson will definitely get me rapping. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to rap on the rock on the way home. Uh, from wherever we're at a party whatever venue and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll freestyle yeah. I'll put yeah, it on make sure it's on the rocks too it's gotta be on the goes. rocks if it's on the rocks my punch lines are much better yeah. on the rocks stronger stronger. Um, so we put on the fire hot beats and then yeah. I do fire hot rhymes um, and, and it's you know it's good I'm, I'm a really good rapper um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna kick off my rap career That's at some point in the future yeah, sure. as is gonna help me write it mm-hmm. and um, we're, go. we're, we're gonna just go that route from now on so that's what we're doing yeah 2017 I'm a Great. New on the I'm, I'm a really, really good New Year. Uh, vocal manipulator of my <laughs> vocal box. New Year, New Year. Yes. Yo, yeah, Ill. I can, Yo, I can really manipulate Ill. it. Yeah. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year, man. <laughs> I'm going to say Happy New Year till fucking April. <laughs> Fuck all you guys and your stupid rules. <laughs> yeah. No rules. It'll be no like, rules 2017. It'll, it'll be like October. Yo, yo, bro. Happy New bro, Year, bro. Happy, happy New, New Year, Year, bro. bro <laughs> too late. Way too late. Yeah. I think the cutoff is when... Uh, February 1st, man. Cutoff is when Trump gets in the fucking White House. Oh, That's when we cut it off. Right. Bad New Year. Bad. Then you got to say Bad New Year. <laughs> no. Anyway. You got to crap that. Yeah, Trump we're gonna, in the White House. Yeah, we're going to do that. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, you got to crap that. But yeah, man. Amazing, uh, amazing show today. So um, shouts to Alan Ritter, man. Uh, yeah. This is... Uh, episode 19 right 19, 19 episode right. 19 blab yep. chat uh we got perfection glam atlas the plug ill mind yeah. we here um that concludes our episode and uh make sure you check out um check us out on itunes if you're not there already subscribe to us on itunes if you're streaming this on soundcloud um go to your uh podcast app and go to itunes and make sure you subscribe it's f- completely free and um, check out blabchat.com and uh, we will keep this going. Shout out to all the music producers out sure. there. Stay on the grind. Stay focused. Stay focused. Do not give up. Like what Alan Ritter said, man, do, do some networking. Get to know the people out there because you never know mm-hmm. when the next opportunity yeah. will come. And mm-hmm. follow us on social media at Blabchat. Yes, Blabchat. Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, at Blabchat. Yep, it's all backslash Blabchat, B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T. And uh, that concludes our show. We'll see you guys soon. Later. Yeah, yeah. We out. Peace.